0: Axios.com does a story called uh, Angry Joe, When President Biden Loses His Cool. And it, it talks to anonymous people. It talks to some guys that used to work for Biden a long time ago. And bottom line is, he's a yeller. Old yellers. That's what I'm calling him. Old yeller. And he screams at his staff. He cusses them out. And uh, it's almost like an initiation. It's like, oh, that's how you know Joe likes you or something. See, he only abuses you out of love. And then you're like part of the family. But not like part of the family, like Hunter Biden, part of the family. More like maybe Navy, the granddaughter he refuses to uh, acknowledge. Maybe that kind of in the family status. Not really sure. Not really sure. I quoted one of these tweets earlier, but there's a whole string of them. It's in a, uh, it's a thread, not a, not not a Zuck thread, a Zuckerberg thread, not not one of those threads. This is going to be difficult. I've not encountered this problem until right this very moment. When I say a thread, now people are going to start thinking that I'm endorsing the Facebook product or the Instagram product or whatever, the meta product. And I'm not. I'm, I'm saying this is, these are a series of tweets. It's a, it's a tweet thread. It's a thread. By the way, I think Elon Musk is suing. I think they're talking about suing Facebook over some of this. Um, Sonny McSunnyface, he's a pundit. Um he goes Sonny Wright, but uh, whatever it doesn't matter. It, it, I didn't choose his name, that's his name. So um he pointed out that we've known who Joe Biden is. People who follow politics even you know minimally over the last, I don't know, sixty years, knew who Joe Biden is. This is kind of his thing, right? He paints this, what do they say? He's a, he's a carefully cultivated image, Axios called it. The carefully cultivated image. As a kindly uncle. Who loves the aviator sunglasses and chocolate chocolate chip, right? But behind closed doors the guy's a moody jerk. And they play a game, what do they call it here? Um Stump the Chump, I think is what they call it. Where Biden keeps asking these aides questions. He just keeps hammering away Hammering away, you know, it, getting into like detail upon detail, into minutia, and asking all these meandering questions, and he does it uh, in order to get you finally to a point where you don't know the answer to a question, and then he's like, mm, "I won," which is insane. That is an insane practice. Like the the process there. Like, what are you what are you doing? What is the objective here? It's to make the other person feel stupid. See, because Joe Biden is among like this is one of the things you always got to remember about Joe Biden. He is insecure in his intellect. He believes that he's always, you know, having to kind of best people in the smarts department. And you could see it on display whenever I'm not saying he's stupid, but well, sometimes, but not really. I don't think he's a stupid person, but I think he's insecure And that's why he lied about being much smarter, you know, graduating top of the class or whatever back when the plagiarism scandal broke and all of his lies uh, prevented him from finishing his first run for president back in the 80s. So I think he's uh, I think he's insecure. And so this guy also, you know, so he's described as the segregationist allying, racist joke telling, grandchild denying. Race baiting, life story BSing, plagiarist swamp creature is a complete bleep behind closed doors? Wow, who knew? While the media was busy writing stories about how cool Joe Biden was for liking ice cream, he was publicly proclaiming that Obama was the first, quote, clean and articulate mainstream black politician and demanding black senators apologize for criticizing his segregationist friendships. While the mainstream media was busy writing stories about how much integrity Biden would restore to the White House, black scholars were noting the major role he played in uh, perpetuating systemic racism. Media pundits were busy fawning over his foreign policy credentials and adults returning to the White House. Respected Obama officials were noting he's been aggressively wrong on like everything. I know, Yonkaholic, shut the front door. It's true. Sorry, that's a response to Yonkaholic on Twitter. It's another Pete tweet. Media outlets, while they and pundits were fawning over how much of a loving family man Biden is, he repeatedly lied about how many grandkids he has because he denies Hunter Biden's love child. While CNN Republicans fawned over how much he was going to restore the norms to politics. Biden famously told black voters that Mitt Romney would re-enslave them. Biden thought it was funny as a presidential candidate in the 21st century to throw around racist jokes about Indians running convenience stores. He had to drop out of his first presidential run after being repeatedly caught lying about his academic record and then being caught plagiarizing uh, in the university. Right. This is who he is. This has always been who he is. Everybody has known this, but now we're being we're being told that we are allowed to know it. I guess that's what's happening. Karine Jean Pierre, the uh, White House press secretary or spokesperson can I say press secretary? I don't know. It's not. It's just a position. Anyway, because it's 2023, you would expect that there'd be a lot of really dumb political debates. That's exacerbated by the fact that the White House is currently inhabited by a man suffering from senility. But uh, his degenerate son is also constantly around, too, fresh off of receiving a sweetheart deal from the DOJ and suckling at the taxpayer teat in order to live like a king. But one argument you would think wouldn't need to take place is how many grandchildren the president has. This is an easily answerable, quantifiable question, right? you count them one two three four five six seven there you go seven the answer is seven simple right seven grandkids no nothing is simple according to banshee at red state when it comes to the current administration so when Karine jean pierre biden's press secretary was asked whether the president acknowledges his most recently born seventh grandchild the answer well didn't really surprise me but says it chilled me to my core i mean i don't know like I don't know if that actually... Ha- I've, I don't know if I've ever been chilled to my core. Except one time at a bus stop. It was wintertime in the yeah, New York when I was like seven. Oh, it was freezing. Anyway, um, there were already reports floating around that White House aides were being briefed that Biden only has six grandchildren. Now, look, I have another explanation for this. I have, I have a theory. Maybe Biden can't remember the seventh. Because sometimes... The way these, you know, types of issues manifest is that you get kind of stuck in time, you know? And so he knows he has six, so he always says six, and it's just in his brain, and he's never met the seventh. And so it's just something that he always forgets. He always kind of goes back to the six, and maybe nobody has told him. That's possible. Maybe nobody has told him that he has a seventh grandchild, and maybe if they have, maybe he just can't keep it in the brain. He can't remember it, you know? Um, he says, I'm not only struck by how petty the White House's strategy is, but how pointless it is as well. Like, what's gained by not publicly acknowledging, yes, that's Hunter Biden's illegitimate child over there, but it's still our grandchild. Like, that's still part of our family. She she carries the Biden bloodline. Right? I mean, that would be enough in games of uh, Game of Thrones. Would it not go to war over stuff like that? decency decency is a word that has been thrown around a lot over the last several years with the press assuring the American public that the Bidens have it in spades. Does any of that seem decent to you? Does this seem decent to you? Does it seem decent that we're having a conversation about whether or not it's Hunter Biden's coke? That was left in the White House. Is it any... You're right. Is it any... Is that is that any kind of, uh, I don't know, illustration about the lack of decency? And this is what kills me, too, that when they ask the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, about this topic, her answer is, to me, basically like a... Yeah, it's his code. It's totally his... That's what I take from her answer. I'll play it for you. Let you decide. Let me go over here to the phone lines and get Philip on. Hello, Philip. How are you? Yo, Phil. Oh, Philip. What is the deal? Waited on hold all that long. Li- well, he probably wasn't actually on hold that whole time. He probably hung up and it just kept the line lit for some reason. Anyway, I uh, got an email here from Joseph. To Pete at ThePeteCalendarShow.com, I am not totally convinced it is Hunter's Cocaine that they found in the White House. Wait, you're not totally convinced that it's Hunter's Cocaine? Apparently not. He says there's been a shortage of Adderall, and keeping RBG going those last few years really exhausted the adrenochrome supply. (laughs) Maybe they're juicing old creepy Joe with bumps of booger sugar to uh, to get him uh, going to the show. That's it. I don't know. It's possible. Um, yeah, I don't know. I suggested that the other day that that it could be Joe's blow because, uh, yeah, I mean, like i I have always bl- I don't know always since George W. Bush was president, I. I marveled at the ability of presidents to be able to, you know, just keep up these crazy schedules. And as one who look, I come on the air every single day and I perform, and um, you know, public speaking. And you're talking to people, interacting with them without a net. It's live. You can make a mistake and ruin your whole career, right? Your whole life. Um, and so, that, you know, that's that's part of the gig. But when you're a politician too, like you're also flying all over the place. And they drop you in somewhere and you got to meet with people and you got to make speeches. And I can't imagine keeping up that kind of a schedule, especially with some of the presidents that we've had that are like Joe Biden is 80 years old. That's got to be grueling. So I have long believed that they have been giving the presidents like IVs filled with like, you know, vitamins, electrolytes or whatever they got to be juicing them so they can keep up the schedule. They've got to. All right. So when it comes to, oh, and hang on a second. I got a, a tweet here from, uh, from Brett Winterbull. He says, hey, Pete, is, is Hunter Biden doing cocaine at Windsor Palace? I don't know. It's possible. It's always possible. Um, this is why, like, first off, where did they find the coke? Where did they find the cocaine? I still am not clear on this, <laughs> right? Because initially, it was it was said it was in a library. Then it was moved to an area that's highly trafficked by tourists. And so we may never know whose blow it was, right? We, we'll never find out because people just drop their cell phones and their Coke in a tray or whatever. And then they go on the tour. But now we're hearing, oh, no, it's actually someplace that's like right outside of the Situation Room. Which... That makes me feel really confident, right? Does that not, right? Does that not assuage any concerns that you may have about the clarity of thought going on in the situation room? As I understand it, that's where you go when we have a situation, right? Hence the name. And so you go in there and just do a, a couple bumps and good to go, man. Let's go. Let's go. Maybe that's why they're like, yeah, cluster bombs. Woo, cluster bombs. Send them over to Ukraine. Maybe that's why. Maybe they're. They're riding some rails. I don't know. And then you get the uh, the question thrown to Jean-Pierre, the uh, White House press secretary. And now. Like now I'm back to I'm back to saying this has got to be Hunter Biden's coke. It's got to. I'm be. just
1: asking again. Can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So a couple of things there. Um. All right,
0: so there's the tell. This exasperated pause to allow for the other uh, members of the you know the hyenas in the pack there uh, to to laugh at the reporter from the New York Post who asked the question, right? That's that's a peer pressure mechanism. What's-his-face did at uh, Kirby? John Kirby did it a couple of weeks ago. Just, oh, I can't believe you're even asking me this question, you know? And he relies on the pack to turn on their own and to ridicule and mock. And then the fact that she can't simply say no, like just say, is it it somebody in the Biden family or not? Is it one of their, is is the Coke belong to one of them? And the fact that she can't say no immediately, because if the answer was no, she'd say no, because it's an easy answer. Why not just say that? Oh, and before I forget, have you got your ticket to the Heritage Life Skills event yet? I'll be there. The annual event is put on by Carolina Readiness Supply, and you can learn all sorts of ways to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, Herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables. I'll be there Saturday evening. Check out the schedule at com. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness can help you. Get your tickets now at com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? So the uh, White House has a very odd response to this question from the New York Post reporter, Karine Jean-Pierre. The uh, press secretary is uh, given an opportunity to just say no to a question, but she cannot do it, which now leads me to believe that the answer is probably yes. Take a listen.
1: I'm just asking again, can you just say once and for all, whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So <laughs> a couple of things there. Um he mentioned the Hatch Act because the question was posed to him in the Donald in yes. using Donald Trump, and so he was trying to be very mindful. Uh, uh, okay. I'll explain I, this part. I hear part. you, but you're asking me a question, so I'm answering it for you. Um, and so that's why he said the Hatch Act. So I would, I would, you know. Have you read the transcript and read the transcript fully so you can see exactly what he was trying to say. So that's number one. So we're not avoiding the question. That is not true. We've answered this question, litigated this question for the last two days exhaustively. Um, You know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. And and so I got to call that out here. And I have been very clear, I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked the question. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. And, and um, I'll just leave it there. OK,
0: incredibly irresponsible to ask a question of the person whose job is to quote her literally, literally to answer questions. Your job is to answer questions. And if you are so very clear, as she always says she's clear on everything. If it's so very clear and you've been asked so many different times and you've been so very clear, literally clear every single time. Why are people still asking you the same question? This woman is, she's terrible at this job. She's just terrible. Of course, Charles Barkley would say terrible. The story of the, uh, the story of the cocaine that's been found at the White House. It's going to be with us a while. One reason, one reason is because the White House is not doing a great job in managing the story, says Karen Townsend over at hotair.com. So the first mentioned, you heard at the beginning of that, uh, of Karine Jean-Pierre's response, she's talking about the Hatch Act. What, what was that about? So, the Hatch Act is, like, this is the prohibition that says you're not allowed to use government resources, like, to to campaign. And Karine Jean-Pierre has uh, been smacked down by the uh, Office of Special Counsel for violating the Hatch Act. Because she you know, ripped Trump supporters, mega, maga, whatever, from the podium. And because Trump's a candidate and her boss is a candidate, that's a campaign uh, message, basically. So here's how Karen Townsend uh, describes what happened Um, with Andrew Bates. That's another uh, White House spokesman. He also runs a a motel, I believe, uh, side of the road, not really frequented so much anymore. But Andrew Bates, a uh, White House spokesman, they were on Air Force One a couple days ago, and somebody asks him about uh, the Hunter Biden cocaine. They say, hey, whose coke is it? Tell us. Is it Hunter's? And uh, he's like, oh, Hatch Act. I can't speak about it. It's a Hatch Act violation or something. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was found to have violated the Hatch Act. So that's what prompted Bates to say Hatch Act. Can't talk about it. Hatch Act. Because in the 2022 midterm elections, um, Corinne Jean-Pierre stood at the podium and used the term Mega MAGA Republicans. According to the OSC, the Office of Special Counsel, using MAGA is off limits because Trump is a candidate again and it is a campaign slogan. Because Corinne Jean-Pierre is the president's spokesperson And he is also a candidate, when she repeats those words, she is providing election interference under the Hatch Act. Okay, so that's what got her in trouble. But now, they get to use Hatch Act as a shield. They get to say, I would totally like to tell you it's not Hunter Biden's cocaine here. would totally love to tell you. Okay, but I would totally want to tell you that, and I would totally say it's not his, but... The OSC decided that, quote, federal employees should not use MAGA or make America uh, make America great again while on duty in the workplace or when acting in their official capacity. Even if you're working for a government agency that is trying to make America great again, I guess you can't even say those words. And that includes your social media, your email or on government websites at the time. Clarine Jean-Pierre brushed off the violation and said she was given clearance to use it when she did. From whom that clearance came, we, uh, she did not say. But not long after that, Andrew Bates sent out a memo. So remember, she makes her mega mega Republican comment. She gets warned by the OSC. They're like, oh, hatch act violation right there. And then Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates writes in a memo... That Republicans' quote main economic agenda item is MAGA tax welfare for the richest Americans and giant corporations at the expense of continuing to grow our economy by investing in America. So he violated it immediately after she got smacked down for it for the same word, which tells us what that the White House Communications Department really doesn't have any intention of following the O.C.'s guidance on this, right? That's what Karen Townsend says. I agree. I agree. And when you ask about Hunter Biden's cocaine, when you even ask about it, then she calls you incredibly irresponsible. And there's been irresponsible reporting around this issue. And when asked about it now, she says, I don't have a response to that because we have to be careful about the Hatch Act. Oh, sorry. That's what Bate said invoking the law barring politicking by government officials during their official duties which of course is ridiculous it is asinine and they are they believe you are stupid and the media or they're in on it they're in on the joke sorry hatch act yeah i know why would that be why would this be a political campaign why would this be politicking there was or I mean there was a bag of cocaine found in the White House. There it was there. Okay. It was there. So whose is it? And then you started hearing the early reports, we may never know. Right, sort of like the motive behind the 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 Tennessee school shooter, right? We may never know what prompted this News Talk 1110 ninety nine three wbt Pete Callender here. I uh, got a couple of emails. Uh, this is from Jan. Pete, I believe I have a very compelling argument as to why it could possibly, it cannot possibly be Hunter Biden's stash. It's just every time Hunter is mentioned or Coke? All right. My kids have a better chance of losing their phones than Hunter would of losing his Coke for pretty much the same reason. I mentioned this to your uh, former Asheville colleague who responded, Well, Hunter did lose his laptop, and that's a fair point. But the laptop is not the point of addiction, as would be the Coke, or in the case of my kids, the phones. That is a very compelling argument. Your, your kids are addicted to their smartphones. Hunter's addicted to the cocaine, so you would not leave it lying around, um, unless, of course. Here's the thing: unless, of course, your kids have multiple cell phones. That's not the only. I mean, it's. I don't even know how much it was. I'm assuming it's like a dime bag or something, as they say on the streets. Um, which I think, I think it meant was it because it cost ten bucks or something, or is it because it's like. 0.1 or 0.10 weight of some kind. I don't know. But I'm assuming it's just like one of those little baggies, you know, and like little ones, a little Ziploc. That's what I assume, but I don't know. Like maybe it was like a Miami Vice-esque brick that was uh, sitting like next to the, the, the little bowl where you throw your keys in, you know. And you're just unloading your pockets and you're just dumping it all onto the, the table right inside the door. See, because as I understand it, the family members do not go through the security. When you live at the White House and you're the first family living at the White House, you don't go through the security. You don't have to walk through all the metal detectors and everything. So, I don't know. Like, I I just, the lack of information about the details raises a lot of red flags for me. I don't know. And I don't feel like I need to make any kind of prediction as to whose coke it was. Joe's, Hunter's, maybe some uh, grandchild. I don't know. Was it a Biden family member? Was it a staffer? Don't know. Got an email here from Byron and the guys down at, uh, down in York, South Carolina Pete, Great show today. Everybody in the machine shop is listening and love it. The Bidens are just white punks on dope. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thank you, Byron. Howdy to the, uh, to the machine shop folks. I appreciate you guys having us on. um, let me see here. The uh, oh, there was one other part of the Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, response that she gave. All right, listen to the listen to her argument here about the timing of it. All right, about the why, why it couldn't possibly be any of the Biden family's cooking. All right, listen to the beginning. Oh my gosh.
1: I'm just asking again, can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So, <laughs> a couple of things there. Um, he mentioned the Hatch Act because the question was posed to him in the Donald in yes. using Donald Trump, and so he was trying to be very mindful. To uh, it's, okay. it's not applicable. I, I hear you, Hatch but you're Act asking me a question, so I'm answering it for you. Um, and so that's why he said the Hatch Act. So I would, I would, you know have you read the transcript and read the transcript fully so you can see exactly what he was trying to say. Literally. So that's number one. So we're not avoiding the question. That is not true. We've answered this question. Be very clear. We've litigated this question for the last two days. Literally. Exhaustively. Um, you know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family mm-hmm. and uh and so I got to call that out here. Yeah. And I have been very clear. Very clear. I was clear uh 2 days ago yeah. when talking about this mm-hmm. over and over again as I was being asked the question. Mm-hmm. As you know, and media outlets reported this. The Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday.
0: All right. So they weren't even here. We got an alibi. I mean, come on. Slight problem. The uh, There's a fellow named Eugene Daniels, and he writes for Politico, and he was acting as one of the press pool. So because there's so many people in the media that would want to follow the president around all the time, they do a pool where... They pick, and I've done this before when Bush came to town. I would—I was the radio pool guy, and, and I cannot give a report to WBT before I gave a report to all radio at the same time, so no favorites. And here's what the poolers say they saw. Quote, poolers saw Jill Biden, Baby Bo, and Hunter Biden climb into presidential SUV. President Biden followed a few minutes later, motorcade rolling to Fort McNair as of 6.34 p.m. And that was what day? That, my friends, was Friday. Friday. She just said that they weren't here Friday. Well, they were until 6 34 p.m. Karine Jean Pierre caught in a lie. That's what I mean. These answers are not inspiring confidence that the Coke wasn't his. If anything, quite the opposite.